What's up and welcome back to episode 59. God, I wish that was a six. <laughs> of the Something's <laughs> Brewing podcast. Um, the Tyler Bertuzzi slash Tim Schaller episode. Um, as always, brought to you in partnership with the one and only Primetime Productions. You can follow them on Twitter at Primetime Prods. Um, you can follow myself on Twitter at underscore Mike Sullivan. And Nick is in here today. Nick is on vacation in Bum. either North or South Carolina. He's in one of them. Who the hell knows where this kid is? He's Mr. Worldwide. But with us today is the one and only Chris Davis. You can follow him on Twitter at ChrisJDavis11. Um you know, I, I do the uh, Drop the Mitts Hockey podcast with him. You can follow that pod at Drop Mitts Hockey. Um, but Chris, how you doing, man? How's everything been? Good. Um, I'm getting reacclimated to life uh, being back from <laughs> Buffalo. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's it's good in school, working on schoolwork and just ready for hockey, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it to start. All this. There's so many fucking teaser, you know, teasers like with the jerseys. You know, the prospect challenge. Uh, man, I'm ready for hockey to come back. Dude, it's like I have the itch so bad right now. Oh, my like, God. It's kind of weird because usually on most nights, right, like I'll come home from work, I'll eat, I'll shower, you know, I'll, I'll do some laundry, whatever. And then I'll usually hop onto my PlayStation, play like a couple games of NHL or whatever. Lately, I haven't been because it's like, fuck, like I don't even want to think like I just need it to be here now. Real yeah. hockey, live hockey. I need it, especially like you said, after seeing, you know, the prospect challenge up in Buffalo, which I wanted to talk to you a little bit about because you were you and Brett, you guys were both down there. Right. So yeah. the primetime productions uh, entourage down or up in Buffalo. Um I mean, you want to talk about that a little bit? I know there were there were some, you know, obviously top prospects from around the league, but specifically the Bruins. Did anybody really, you know, like what did you see from the guys that were up there for Boston? You know, there was a there was a few guys. I mean, overall, it's, it's sad to say they were actually one of the weaker teams there. Yeah. Um, and and I'll say that flat out. Obviously, you know, even as a Bruins fan, I mean, they, you know, they had guys that showed like you know, little bits of promise. And, and I know it's just the prospect challenge. And obviously, you know, we got a lot of hockey ahead of us. Um, man, a few guys that really caught my attention. Um, first off, Brett Harrison, dude. Holy yep. shit. Man, yep. I, I don't know what if he heard fucking uh, what's that guy's uh, dumb, dumb, whatever. Don Tiano. Yeah, Diano. I, I, dude, I, the fact that like, I think he heard him. He must have. He was so, dude, he was like, He's so gritty in front of the net. He was getting in the corners, going in the dirty areas, and he was ultimately rewarded with, you know, rewarded for it. Um, I thought, you know, between him, um, Trevor Kuntar looked awesome too. 
Um, again, he adds a little bite to it. He has a little bite to his game. Um, yep. I know he's not really, he's not a grinder by any means, but you know, he, had, he definitely had some bite to his game. Some, he bat, had a couple great battles in front of the net. Um, you know, and, and also look good. he was on the power play, um, couple, you know, he was, he got to be out there, but, um, yeah. and then another guy, man, Luke Toporowski. I hope I'm getting yeah. his name right, dude. Dude, I have been hearing so much about him and I know, yes. I know he's kind of been on the radar for a little bit. I've always known, you know, like I've been familiar with his game for a long time. He's got a wicked shot. He's a great skater. He's quick, but, um, so you're saying he, he was looking good. He was standing out he a little looked, bit. Yeah, you know, like you said, he was a guy that I think's always been on. Like, he's always been on the radar for Bruins fans, right? People yeah. that actually know the team, that know, you know, the prospects that that they have coming up. Um, and for me, actually getting to see him like in the flesh play, um, he really stood out to me, man, with his speed and just um, the way he attacked the net. I, he's a guy that, man, I, I could see him potentially making, you know, playing a bottom you know, bottom six role at some point. I don't know about this year, but man, he looked good. Um, and I, I was super impressed by those three. Um, and I think they all have legitimate chances, honestly, to, to make this team, not, not necessarily to make the team, but they should get ice time at some point this season. I mean, it, it, yeah. it would be doing them a, a disservice not to give them time NHL minutes, you know, NHL ice time. Well, it's kind of funny that you say that because last episode, um, me and Nick were talking about how you really look at the the top six for the Bruins, right? You you got, you know, you got Pasa, you got DeBrusque, um, Marshawn is there for now. So that that's th- those are four guys right there, um, or sorry, three if, counting Zaka. That's four four guys in the top six right there that are pretty much solidified. Um, you can make the argument for Coyle too. I know he's going to kind of be forced in that position this year. Um, it could be a good thing. Could be, you know, it's not going to be a bad thing, but um, cause we, I mean, we saw in the playoffs, you can perform on the first line. He's fine. Um, but we we're yet to see what that's going to look like for a full season. But speaking of the guys, you know, like you said, like Toporowski has that opportunity to really become one of those bottom six guys, maybe not this year, but in, in the future. And when you're looking at the team and how the roster is constructed right now, obviously Fabian Lysel is, is, you know, projected to be in the top six in the next couple of years. Um, obviously, um, Matthew Potra, guys like Brett Harrison. But with the majority of the guys, and as you said, the Bruins had kind of like a weaker, you know. Um, pipeline, yeah. Pipeline, yeah. I, I, if you look at it, I, I think you're kind of looking at this class of players to see who's going to fit into that, those bottom six roles because your top six is kind of already not figured out, but you have a solid base there. So it's like almost as if these guys are going to be battling to see who's going to be playing the third line minutes in the future, who's going to be playing fourth line minutes in the future, who's going to be filling out the bottom six. And like you said, guys like Toporowski, guys like John Beecher, um, Potentially, I mean, Merkulov, I think he has a little bit of a higher ceiling in the bottom six, but we'll see about that. Maybe third line. Um, but, I, I mean, I'm sure there's other guys as well that I'm kind of forgetting. Uh, obviously, Mark McLaughlin, uh, guys like that. But I think that the way the team is set up right now and and just kind of what it looks like going into the future, you're looking at these guys as who is going to give me the best option in the bottom six and who's going to provide the best depth, you know, for this, 
team in the future. Yeah, you know, and and even I would I would even go as far to say that their third line is pretty much solidified with yeah, um, you know, with Freddie and take your pick, Bolquist or uh, Geeky. I was gonna say um, yeah, Geeky, dude. So, like I said, I I know this is probably gonna bug you a little bit, but I think man, with these PTOs that they continue to do, like I I strongly believe that they're doing their young kids, their young guys a disservice by continuing yeah. to do this. So what are you going to throw Danton Heinen or Alex Chase on in? Again, that's those are two players. Those are two positions that you're not giving these kids NHL minutes. Right. You know, and like at what point are you going to rip the Band-Aid off and, you know, let them let them get out there, let them get a taste of that NHL, you know, NHL speed? Because let's be real, the AHL and NHL are two completely different things. The, so different. As far as the speed, you know, the skill of these guys. Like, and I just think, man – do we want? Yeah, a lot. I know it's probably going to piss off a lot of Bruins fans, but like, yeah, I want to see a, a Merkulov or like a Beecher or whatever in there instead of a Danton Heinen or an yeah. Alex Chason or a Milan Lucic for that matter. Like, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I get it's a, more of a nostalgic thing for with all these moves, you know, especially Heinen and um, Milan Lucic. But I'm watching these kids, man, and they're just this is the year for them that they got to move the needle. Like it's shit or get off the pot at this point. Like we have to give them minutes and we have to see what they have. Like we we have no idea. Well, especially when you're talking about a guy like Jacob Lauco, right? Like you saw him explode last season and he fit in like perfect. Like toward like the last 20 games of the season, I was confidently saying this guy's penciled in for a third line spot next year. Put him on the fourth line if you need to, but he should be in the lineup. But as you're saying, too, you see them all of a sudden go after these PTOs, Heinen, uh, Chase on, they bring back Luch. Um, It's it's like uh, it's halting their progress. Exactly. And I asked this question now, are these guys that they're bringing in on PTOs, you know, even unrestricted deals? Are they realistically going to move the needle for them to, to make them either a playoff team or a cup contender for that matter? I definitely do not think so. In my opinion, take that for what it is. I I really don't believe so. And I think the way that obviously we need to get younger. I mean, we'll, we'll see what we have beginning of the season. But I think that it, this is, like I said, this is the season that we got to shit or get off the pot with these prospects. Like, and if not, then we got to work on our prospect pool because, you know, a lot of these kids, I, I think they can play. I mean, I, they have a couple kids that I think, realistically could slot in on that, you know, in any of those bottom six roles. Um, but yeah, like I said, like, I guess we're going to continue to give Danzen Heinen and Luch. Like I, I don't hate them as players. I just think we, this, the beginning of the season is really going to be telling what direction this team is going, because if they're going in the, in the wrong direction, it's time to give these kids minutes. Yeah. hundred percent. Now with that, I think, I think I, 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 I do like the Danson Heinen PTO. I think he can be really a real valuable asset in the bottom six. But then you kind of look at Alex Chase on. And it's like, okay, if I had a choice between, say, Alex Chase on and Jacob Lauco, give me Jacob Lauco. If I had a choice between Alex Chase on and honestly, Mark McLaughlin, give me Mark McLaughlin. If I had a choice between Chase on, and 
freaking say literally almost anybody. Give me Kuntar. Give me Lysel. Give me Merkulov. I mean, that's why these I, moves like, are puzzling, dude. Like again, yeah, I, they are. They're not. They're not bad moves. And I, I'm in no way, shape, or form saying it's a bad signing. What I'm saying is I don't understand why we have these prospects and we've been, you know, harping on well, we need to develop them. They need to get ice time. But you're taking away ice time from them by putting in these PTOs that realistically aren't like they're fourth liners. Yeah. Let's call it for what it is. <laughs> That's what they are, man. And and would you rather have one of these guys like slot in there? Is he realistically gonna be with us for the future? Probably not. But these kids are. I mean, we, we gotta at least see what these kids have. And you know, I I know it was only, you know, playing against their peers, but we have to see what they have at the NHL level. Yeah. Who knows I what mean, could happen. I mean, dude, who expected that from Jacob Lauko last season? Exactly. Nobody. And you know what? That proves my point exactly. We would have never known, you know, if we wanted to continue putting in these these older guys, we would have never known what we had in Lauko. And and now 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 is is Lauko gonna lose that spot? And what's that gonna do to his confidence or his, you know, um valid question. Or his ability to, you know, want to stay in Boston. Why would he want to have a year like he did last season only to be, quote-unquote, rewarded with PTO signings of veterans to lose his spot and then either be scratched or go play in Providence again when he clearly earned a spot for this season? I agree completely. I think he absolutely has earned, you know, we can we can have the argument whether we think he should slot in at that third-line wing spot or a fourth-line, but I think he should be an everyday player. Based on what he showed us at the end of last season, he absolutely should be. And, and not to mention what we've lost this off, this offseason. Right. Why would you why would you not? He's absolutely deserved, you know, a chance at that third line, fourth line role. And anything other than that would be a demotion. And yeah, yeah. if I'm him, like fuck that, dude. Why why would I why would I bother with, you know, if I if they're gonna keep giving these older guys opportunities just to just to slap a band-aid on what's going on with this organization. Yeah, I'd want out too. Right. And you got to think about it too. Like, what is that going to do to his psyche? Right. Because that's a giant part of being a professional athlete, as if I know that. But I, I'm, I'm assuming just based yeah. on things I've heard. But you, you gained that confidence, you gained that trust, and you gained that camaraderie with your teammates and the coaching staff and the front office, only for the front office to kind of say, you know what? We actually aren't that confident in you. We're going to bring back a guy that we had three years ago. We're going to bring in a guy that's been, you know, um, bounced around from team to team and Alex chase on, and we're going to just kind of like sweep you under the rug a little bit. That sucks. And especially because, you know, I mean, 99% of Bruins fans, I'm sure love his game and, and love what he brings to the table. I mean, you saw him, how many penalties did he draw in the, in the limited games that he played? He brought us so many power plays. Um, and that's invaluable too. That is this. That's a skill that you can't teach. It that just comes with hard work and and you know determination. But I don't know if if I'm him and I lose that spot to some guy that they bring in on a PTO, I'm not happy. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm with you, dude. Especially Alex Chason. I I I'm more on the side of positivity with Danton Heinen. Just because I think he brings some intangible and intangibles and experience to his game, but Alex Chason, dude, like, I—that's the one that really gets me, like, questioning their motives for these young guys. Yeah, get, like, get get these guys in. It's it's exciting to watch young new players, you know, come into the league and and show us what they got. 
I mean, yeah. that's why you draft players. That's why that's you, how develop you develop players. That's how you develop players. That's exactly it. And two things on on that. I can promise you there's 31 other teams that would love to have a Jacob Lauco on their team and their, oh, yeah. wherever they decide to slot him. I can promise you, again, 31 other teams would love to have him on their team. Second yeah. thing with that, one thing that kind of caught me, not, not by surprise, but I guess off guard was just, Alex Chason's response when he was asked about the the PTO. Yeah, now, take take it for what it is. I mean, I guess everyone has their they can translate it however they want. Does he even want to be here? I I don't know, dude. Like, did he have yeah. no other option? I have no idea. And obviously, we'll we won't know that answer. But yeah. like, I don't know. Like, you, you got these kids that are like fired up, and and you know they they'll t- literally have trained all off season. They're fucking dying to get out there um you know to get nhl minutes and yeah again you have a dude that that's been in the league for for a hot minute and now just doesn't seem like he wants to be here like i get why they did it like i get he was good however many years ago even what last year i don't know what his numbers are i don't have them up now but yeah um i don't know dude i'd rather a kid who's fired up and and really wanting to be here and like really gonna um you know, is hungry for that opportunity. I, I'd much rather that. Yeah. And even as you were saying that, I was thinking as well, too, with that, just kind of like, you know, um, that quote from Chase on and, and kind of speaks on it, it definitely doesn't speak exactly on it, but he kind of seemed like he was down on his moment. You know what I mean? Like he didn't really seem too excited to have this opportunity in Boston. It's, it was kind of more like, you know, I'm like, they, yeah, like they sent, they, they called me, they asked me, you know, would you want to come on a PTO? And I said, yeah, why not? So it, having a guy like that in the locker room where you're kind of, he's just kind of like, meh, he's man around. You know what I mean? Like, he's not really, he's not meh. really, yeah, he's just meh. Alex Chason is meh. Um, <laughs> but then you got a guy like, like Lauco or a guy like Lysel and they're amped and they're familiar with the team. They've been in the system for their entire, you know, professional career. They know the guys in the locker room to a certain extent. They know the, you know, the uh, culture that is Boston hockey. Alex Chason doesn't know shit, dude. Alex Chason, there's a reason he bounces from team to team. And is do you want to bring that into your locker room? Especially after a year like last season where you saw, honestly, the highest locker room chemistry maybe in professional sports history, honestly, all across all four or five major sports. Yeah. I've never seen a team that close on it through, through all 82 games plus playoffs. I have never seen a team that close. And I think you want to try everything that you can to kind of, you, you're not going to be able to replicate it per se, but at least, you know, kind of continue the tradition a little bit. And I think Chase on brings that down. Bring the moral of this whole conversation is bring in the young guys, let them bring their youthful energy where they're pumped to be here every night. And they're going to work their balls off to stay here instead of a guy that bounces around from team to team every year. Like, man, he like that. Like he's man, he's man. Man, Alex Chason, man. You know, and I'm not going to say – obviously, there's still a group of, uh, you know, group of dudes in there that are still super close. And, you know, no one's denying that. But I think the locker room is definitely vulnerable right now. Like, it's a a different – you don't have that solidified captain right now. I mean, they probably do internally. But you don't have a Patrice Bergeron in there night, day in and day out, like kind of 
I mean, he, he was one of the best captains in the league. I mean, it just yeah. goes to show. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I man, that, that's all I got to say. Like, yeah, I, I just, just man, it's, you know, I, I don't hate the Danton high, the PTO. I don't hate it. Like, I know he's, he's not going to hurt the team. If right. that makes sense. Like I, the moral of the story, what I'm trying to get is I, I just want these kids to get a chance. Like they have to, at some point, dude, like, we, we went and watched in Buffalo, man, and we we're looking like the, these teams that are, you know, up and coming. They got guys like Luke Hughes, Simone Nemec, Zach Benson, Maddie Savoy. We don't have that luxury. No. Right. Braden <laughs> Yeager. We don't have that fucking luxury, dude, because we continue to put these. And again, it probably is a good thing, too, because we've been contending for so long. Yeah. But like at some point we got to like we got to give the kids that we do have. Luckily, you know, a chance to fucking get NHL minutes. They're hungry for NHL minutes, dude. Yeah. And, and you know, for for I, I really hope they fucking give at least at least two of the kids that we talked about. We mentioned, you know, take your fucking pick, dude. At this point, give them a chance. You know, like it just doesn't make any sense to me, dude. So with that, with you saying give at least two, if you had to pick two guys, who would you pick? Dude, so oh, it's it's really hard. I mean, realistically, yeah. right off the top, we want to see the two top. We want to see Lysel and Merkulov, right? Yeah. I mean, I think any Bruins fan wants to see that. Realistically, yeah. who I think can fit that bottom six role where we're looking for people, I think it's probably Joey Abate. Ooh. I liked his game, dude. He was he was gritty, and he. I mean, again, I think he'd be a perfect fit on that fourth line. Um, and also Toporowski, dude, I yeah. loved his fight. And, and honestly, I don't really even consider McLaughlin like a prospect at this point. Like I think, yeah, I don't like, I think he's going to get NHL minutes this year. Um, I mean, take your pick who I can't, I think they're going to slot out. Honestly, like, I, I don't think it's going to be one player gets every fucking night. Like, I think they're going to swap yeah. off, you know, that bottom six. Um, but yeah, those two guys, I mean, even a guy like Trevor Kuntar, like, yeah. Why not, man? Throw him in there. He's a a local kid. Like fans will fucking get up for that shit. Yeah. Seeing a local a local kid. I mean, obviously he's from Buffalo, but a BC kid. Like fans will fucking eat that up, dude. Like yeah, it, it'll want to be here too. It, it'll bring a little bit of spark and having you know going from BC and being able to wear the spoke B. Like he he's one of those kids that would be fired the fuck up to get on that ice and play for the Bruins. Like yeah, I think those are those are three names. I mean, there were a couple that. I, I don't know. And there were only three games that I watched. Right. So, right. you know, like that's not a huge sample size um, because, you know, I, I'm already seeing on Twitter that people are fucking calling for Mason Lowry's head, you know, and saying that, I know. <laughs> you know, saying he, it's like, fuck off, dude. Like, you know, yeah. it's it was three games. He struggled maybe in one. I'd say one of the games. They, I wasn't at the last game that they played. The first game that I saw, he was a very safe stay at home defense. Like he didn't make any bad plays. He, he was safe with the puck. He was smart with the puck. Um, you know, he had one bad game when they played Montreal and everyone's saying, well, he's not a top prospect anymore. And I'm not going to name names on who I wish I could, but I, I'm not going to start that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, I, I, and he's another guy I wanted to bring up, like obviously on the, on the pod. And I think him being with, Give, he's another guy I want to see get you know have NHL minutes. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we're gonna put Zaboral back in. We're gonna put Derek Forber back in. Yeah, sure we could. 
I mean, we know exactly what we're getting from them. Yeah. And we saw at the end of the season what we were getting from Derek Forbert. Why not fucking throw in Mason Lowry? Throw him in. What's the worst that happens? Yeah, he, he struggles some games and we got to send him back to Providence and he's on the top pair at Providence. We can slot him in with a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk, veteran defenseman who who has been, he's a journeyman in this league. Who better to learn from? Right. I mean, take your, and, and then you can fuck with the combinations any, any which way, but he's another guy that like, you know, on the back end, all these, I just can't for the life of me understand why we'd want to keep, put Forbert back in, put Zaboral. Yeah. We know what we're getting from them. It's not changing. It, it, and I'm not saying that Zaboral isn't a good defenseman. He's, we know what we're getting from him. Yeah. I think he's, Nothing. I think Zaboral like, has peaked. I like, I'm, just personally, I'm so sick of Zaboral, dude. I'm just like, all right. Too. Yeah, all right. Go, okay, so we're on the same page as that. I'd rather have Lowry in there than Zaboral, 100%. Like, try to package him in a trade if you can, honestly. That might come back to bite me in the ass, but, I mean, that's where my mindset is right now. But right. I, I was thinking a guy like Beecher, dude. What about Beecher? Centering that fourth line? I wouldn't – this is another thing. I wouldn't hate it. I think he – what I saw in his game, he was he – was, Pretty good, but you know, in all all three zones, um, I think he was better. He looked more um, comfortable playing center. Yeah. Um, and I think obviously, I when I saw him, he was playing with uh, Trevor Kuntar, and um, who was the other one? I'm blanking on a name. I'd have to go back and look. I got video on, but he looked comfortable. I mean, I, I don't know as far as you know, he was laying the body out there. Um, he didn't look bad. I mean, he's another guy. Like, I'm not going to say that he looked like a friggin' all-star out there, but yeah, give him minutes. Why not? I mean, wh- what do we have to lose at this point? And I like, think again, I think, either, fans I think it's are, just, no, you go, you go. Bruins fans are thinking that it's going to be what it was last year. And it's not fucking close. not even going to be goddamn close. <laughs> no, we are a borderline playoff team. Making the playoffs with this roster would be a phenomenal season. Yep. But obviously, I don't think realistic Bruins fans are going to look at it that way. But a hockey fan as a whole, with this roster, the way that you're looking at it, yep, they got their two goalies locked up, cool, solid defensive core. But look at who our number one center is. Like, you need center depth. Yeah. Right? And I think them making the playoffs would be a phenomenal season. It would be a success. Yeah, if you take all the bias out of it and you strictly look at the lineups across the league and you come across Boston and you compare it to other teams in the division, other teams in the Eastern Conference, you're thinking – I was going to say – yeah, you say across the league. I was going to say, you said across the league. Don't even look across – just look within the division. Yep. Like that uh, that right there, look at all their lines – their defensive pairs and goaltending, and tell me that the Bruins are the best team in that division because they're not not close. No, on paper, no. I and I, dude, I think you could. I, I think the Bruins could be passed by a team like Buffalo this season. Honestly, if Devin Levi can can you know if Levi and Lukanen can kind of be like a sway and Allmark one A one B and perform a little above average, they don't have to be phenomenal, but they if they're good on you know you know. If they're good for the majority of the nights, they have a stud offense and their defense with with power, Clifton and uh, Darlene. I mean, that's a fucking nasty look, team. Look what the Panthers did with a washed up 
Everyone was calling him washed up, a washed up Sergei Bobrovsky. Look what they yep. did. It's all about timing. It is. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, look on paper at the team. Tage Thompson you got on Buffalo. I mean, pfft. They're not that far behind the Bruins. I they no. are they are not far behind them. And, and they're a team that honestly, I I wouldn't be shocked if they finished ahead of the Bruins. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be surprised. It shouldn't be a surprise because, you know, they've been fucking shit for so long that they've had all these draft picks are starting to come, you know. Again, they've gotten NHL ice time. They've developed. Now you see what Tage Thompson, a guy like Tage Thompson is doing. Erasmus yeah. Dahlin and Owen I, obviously those are we don't have anything close to that, but like Again, you got to give these kids minutes. You got to give them ice time, and now they are what they are. Yeah, you see what they you see the confidence that they build up and how they're able to develop their games into something that maybe they didn't even think they were capable of becoming. Um, almost like a Jacob Lauko, and like you said, they're not like Jacob Lauko isn't you know Dylan Cousins or Alex right. Tuck or anything like that. But but the mindset is similar. You give them minutes, let them build up their confidence, and then all of a sudden they become a really good NHL caliber player. But, um, yeah, dude. So we'll, let's jump over to the jerseys. The Centennial jerseys, dude, they dropped them. Um, a lot of initial reactions weren't very positive. The alternates are so clean, I think. But as time goes on and you kind of see the jerseys, um, on players, you know, with, with the gloves, with the pads, they, they look better because the initial picture that got leaked was the one that was, uh, like on a, on like a hanger. Like, and so it didn't look good. No Jersey's yeah. going to look good that way. But as it, like they grow on me a little more every day. I know the biggest complaint with them was mainly the striping on the arms. On the arms they, people yeah. were saying way too many stripes. Um, some people were fans of the gold. Some people weren't. Uh, the one shoulder patch is weird. I don't know how big of a fan I am of that. I think that's just a weird looking kind of thing. But uh, I mean, what do you think, dude? Do you like them? Do you have an yeah, opinion yet? I, I do. So I, I was like you, dude. I saw that leak. And actually, I think it was you who like reposted that. Or re, you know, retweeted or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, my my initial reaction, I was like, this can't be it. There's no yeah. fucking way. I was like, there's no way this special of a season, like uh, the centennial season, that they come out with this. Then the video came out with Carlo Zaka and uh, Coyle. Yeah. And I saw the jerseys on them. And honestly, they kind of grew on me. Yep. I watched it a couple times and man, I'm like, these, these might be clean. Like, yeah. I, and honestly there, I can't remember a couple of the jerseys have gotten leaked and the patch placement dude is horrid. I forgot oh, what the, Jersey it is. The ducks. It was the ducks. Did you see those dude? It's like literally right on the tits. It's like, <laughs> what is this? dude? Like, I, was like, I was like, this can't be it. Dude, the, the a, is like below the nipple. Yeah. Is. <laughs> listen, I was like, listen, Bruins, we could have it a lot worse. Yeah, we and, could. And seeing them, you know, on the actual players and them skating around, I think they're going to grow on people. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be super quick to jump the gun on them and, and start shitting on them. I, I would give them a chance. Yeah, the, the stripes on the arm are a little odd. Like, mm-hmm. I think just the amount of them maybe is what's odd to me. I, I can't really put my finger on it um yeah but like give give them a chance i i'm i'm a fan of them i love the 1924 one it's so sick dude it's so, so sick, sick dude. yeah and um 
Yeah, I, honestly, I'm a fan of them, and um, I think they're going to be fucking clean, dude. I think they're going to be one of the cleaner jerseys in the league um, this year. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to see like other teams come out with you know their special jerseys or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I'm happy with them, and I think fans are going to be a lot more happy with them when the season starts. Um, you know the pucks drop seasons underway I, I think they're gonna grow on a lot of people yeah i do too and i like i, I said this on twitter too i didn't want to jump the gun too early i know i know initially i said that the one shoulder patch was weird and the striping was weird i know that was my initial reaction but i yeah. also i also prefaced it was with i'm not gonna rip on them too hard until I see what they look like on the ice, because yeah. that's when you really get to know and you really get to form an opinion on, on, you know, how it looks actually during the, during the gameplay. Um, it, it just, just see what it looks like when it's actually presented on the ice. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's a big difference in seeing them on the shelves or, or down a runway in Logan airport. than it is seeing them on the ice at TD garden. Um, but or like you said, Joe Schmo fans, fucking, with their gut hanging out. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're going to look a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, like you said too, I, the more I look at them, the more they grow on me a little bit. And I don't think they're growing on me in a sense of accepting that these are the jerseys. I think it's growing on me in a sense of like, okay, the more I see them, the more I see the players wearing them, the more I'm starting to be like, okay, these are kind of sick. Like these are actually yeah. kind of like really, really nice. Do, I, I'm impartial about the the away, the white. I really? Think that, I mean, I, I, they're fine. My favorite are the 1924, the alternates, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the black, dude. I think the black with that, with like the gold lettering and stuff, it's going to look so sick, dude. Like uh, at home, like I, I just, oh. I so like. I need a moment. So yeah, we're going to take a time out here. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> Everybody do what you have to do. Everyone listen and just take a moment, breathe. But um, it's funny you say that because initially when I saw them, the Bruins put the video out, right? Not like the initial leak on the on the rack, but the yeah. actual Bruins post. I had them ranked in my head as alternates, number one, by far. Those are so yeah. cool. Agreed. Number two, I had the aways. And number three, I had the blacks. I think the dude. I think the aways are just so like they're so crispy, dude. They're clean, dude. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I just for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just I love the home jerseys. I love just everything about like I don't being at the garden, seeing the them in their black. You know, the black jersey. I don't know. I, I don't think anyone could ever like change my mind. Away jerseys are fine. Like I, they 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 are what they are. You know, they're white. Yeah. They're they're what. The darks, dude, I, that really does it for me. I, I don't know. <laughs> I fucking love those black jerseys, dude. And I, th- I like also the gold lettering. Yeah, it's yeah. So sick on the ice, dude. I'm telling you, when you yeah. see those dudes buzzing around, it's going to look so clean. Yeah, it is, dude. And like, um, it's funny you say that about away jerseys because away jerseys for most teams can just be kind of like, so generic and just so like, boring yeah it's just boring it's like there's nothing special like, about it it's like just, the logo man. with white it's, it's like it. alex it's like alex chase on there's man man there's <laughs> man <laughs> but um i've seen other people too and i think it's kind of a minority of people but the it's their voice is loud enough to at least you know get on our radar a little bit there's been people who 
said that or who have the opinion that they want the NHL to change the home jerseys to white and go back to black aways. And I've never been a fan of that. I just, just wondering what your opinion is. No, I, Even, I yeah, that, dude. Nah, yeah. Man. Oh, I was going to say, you just went on a rant <laughs> yeah. about how, how the, 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 you know, dark home jerseys yeah, get dude, you my, going. My desk is elevated talking about those. Home jerseys. <laughs> now, is, yeah, that why that, is that why the camera rose a little bit? Yeah, sorry, inches? This up, dude. <laughs> but, uh, no, they do. They can't do that. Like, I don't know. They, the dark with all the colors, that's the home. Like that's, that's yeah. how it has to be. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious what the opinions of the people that think the white jerseys should be home, like what their rationale for that is. Yeah. Although I will say I did like uh, this past season when the Bruins wore that white Pooh Bear jersey on home ice. I thought that looked pretty clean. It, but that's because it it's, it's it's accented, though, with like the the kind of jagged reverse, black and white. Yeah, the reverse, reverse retro. retro. Yeah, I like I said, I don't, I don't think I didn't think they were going to go back to that puke yellow. Yeah. Um, Thank God I, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like those jerseys. I, I just I, I'm so for the color, the black at home. I, I just I don't know. I feel like it's just a staple of like any sport, you know, like. I don't know. Meh. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. But um, so. We asked you guys to send in some DM questions, so uh, we can jump into those right now. So <laughs> I'll read this one first. Um, this co- this one comes in from our buddy, our pal. We're missing him a lot right now, Nick Melanson. You can follow him on Twitter at Nick Melanson underscore. He said, "Thoughts about Mel?" Yeah, I answered this on um, on Twitter. I'm. Uh... <laughs> Him taking days off and all these vacations, he's got to get his shit together. Hockey's coming, so dude, taking all these vacations and not even inviting us. And we got hockey coming up, yeah. Not not a single invite. No, I didn't, I didn't get a call. Must be lost in the mail. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Actually, yeah, that's my fault. My bad. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, yeah. He he's he's ripping it up in Myrtle Beach right now. So yeah. I, I gotta say, man, he's getting all the vacation, you know, the vacations out of the way and. We know Mel. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna buckle down when hockey season comes. So yeah, yeah. He's still drinking those pumpkin beers too on the beach. I don't know about that Whoa. move in South Carolina. Or That's North a Carolina, psycho move. That is a nuts move. But dude, um, dude so he's he's in what? Yeah, I know he's in one of the Carolinas. South so Carolina. I mean, oh okay. So he's gonna. I mean, you Myrtle think beach, dude. <laughs> you, you think he's gonna go find the jet? That missing jet that went in like crash in the middle of nowhere. Amelia Earhart. It, I mean, Amelia Earhart 2.0. What the hell, dude? That that's crazy. <laughs> that was wait, wild. Wait, what? I didn't hear about this. No, no, dude. Wait, it was it another uh, Air Malaysia flight? No, dude. It was an F uh, uh, an F thirty five jet, military jet. And I'm in the and I was in the fucking Air Force. I have no idea, dude. So you're gonna? I can't believe you haven't heard this yet. This is crazy. No. So so it it. I, I might get some you know parts of the story wrong, but yeah, whatever. You're good. Yeah, so they were just going on a routine like mission, whatever, or like training mission, and he had to eject out of the plane. So he ejected out of the plane, but he never turned autopilot off. So this thing, <laughs> dude, so this thing was just cruising through the air with nobody in it, and they lost it. The The military ordered like no flights from any military personnel for two days across the world because they couldn't find this plane. An $80 million jet 
they could Mel not shut on that one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did, it happened when Mel was down in the Carolinas. Is that a coincidence? Oh, uh, dude, he was probably he was probably waffled on the pumpkins, and it probably flew right over him. Probably had no <laughs> fucking clue. Dude, he was probably the one that ejected out of the thing. <laughs> With two well, fucking shipyards in his hand. Yes, dude, he was probably in that jet, hammered off the pumpkins, and he's like, "How the hell do I get out of this thing?" And he just lands right, in, lands right in the water and just swims to shore. <laughs> lands right back at the beach with his family. Like, they're like, "Where'd you go?" He's like, "I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> just give me another beer." Yeah, shipyards got me. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, but let's see here. So, Mel, I hope you're having a good vacation. Um, but let's see the next question that comes in um, we'll go to our boy Ethan 2.0 you can follow him on Twitter at incredible Mr. E7 Um, let's see here so DM question for the weekly episode who currently in the league is one player you can't stand and why is it Brock Olympic quality flop Nelson? <laughs> I don't know. I have to think about this. One player that I can't stand. It used to be Subban, dude. I just used to hate all his antics. But yeah. a player in the league right now that I can't stand. I, I don't know if there's any that really stand out. Uh, dude. I will say this. I, I just saw a clip today um, where I, what a reporter in Toronto asked Ryan Reeves about the uh, Radko Gudis screaming in uh, Joseph Wall's face. Yeah, and, I saw uh, that. You know, and I think Radko Gudis is a guy that I just really, you know, his fucking antics, dude. Like, I don't know. You're going to scream in a goalie's face. It's like, I mean, yeah. uh, meh. Man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Maybe the more I'm thinking about it. And also, uh, Ethan said he meant Matthew Barzal, not Nelson. So he's not a Barzal guy. I think for me. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. But for me, I think maybe it's got to be someone like the Jets. What about uh, honestly, Matt? Yeah. I mean, honestly, this being a Bruins podcast, what were your thoughts on um... – Matt Kachuk's comments. I don't know when he said that or if he even oh. fucking said that. Did you see that little uh it was I, like did. A little... I did. I don't know. I like, think it was ah. taken I think it was taken out of context a little bit. He was like, I, I don't know how they're gonna top that. Yeah, I don't I don't think he meant it as far as like oh, how are they gonna fucking blow it even more than they already did. Right. I think it was really like how are they gonna top like a record setting like yeah season. that's what i think he meant to like how are they gonna perform without like because like who is team? who is he gonna like think about it from his pers- you know his perspective they just they got bounced in the fucking cup final like right right who was he to say i i don't think and honestly i like yeah he's a pest on the ice but he doesn't ever make those kind of like i don't know he's pretty quiet yeah. off the ice. like i just yeah. don't see it i don't think that's what he meant by that but obviously bruins fans flew off the fucking handle you know it's a I, I actually thought of a player that I hate. Alex DeBrinkett. The little whiny dude. The little whiny (laughs) thinks he's all that, dude. He rubs you the wrong way. He's worse than meh. He's worse than Jason. Um, Yeah. Yeah. DeBrinkett just is like, I think he thinks he's. I remember you had a a rant on him a couple, uh, 
what was it a couple weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, it's because it's because he had a quote against Brady Kachuk. It's like, dude, like, th- come on. Ugh, I'm on the second line with a Kachuk, and he's the captain. Meh. Yeah, meh. Yeah, poor me. Oh, poor me. <laughs> poor, me. poor me. Yeah, the yeah, it's probably that guy. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Uh, I think he had another question. He did. How many games till Big Luch does Big Luch things and drops them? Perfect One. timing for this question. Drop the mitts. Uh, yeah. Over under three games is my bet. Betting heavy on opening night just to set the tone and get the garden rocking. Opening night. They're playing Chicago. Who would he fight on Chicago, though? Who do uh, they? Who's who that kid they just drafted? Uh, Connor Bedard. Imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Let me look up Chicago's roster because now I'm kind of curious. Because That's what I'm saying. Dude, you can't sit there and tell me that opening night, Milan Lucic back in the garden, that they're not going to fucking try some antics. Like, I, I'm just curious who they would like, who they have on their roster, though, because, oh, my God, dude. Fucking Corey Perry. I don't know if he would go with Luch, though. I was going to say, he would beat the bags off of Perry. He would, but, dude, Perry is fucking annoying. God, actually, that I answered that. that's the answer to my question. I forgot about him. So the Bruins, they go Blackhawks and then Preds to open the season of the Garden. I Preds mean, are, Preds are meh. He could go with Tanner Janot, isn't No, 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 never mind. I'm sorry. Uh, he's he's, he's in Tampa. He's in yeah. Tampa. That could have been a good one. I mean, yeah, who is on the Blackhawks roster that? Why can I not find that fucking roster? Daily Faceoff is usually my go-to. Let's see. Roster. Um, I see. Taylor Hall? (laughs) Ballsy Halsey? I don't know. Fuck it, dude. Felino? Imagine. Dude, oh my god, no! I I, I can't I can't have that happen, dude. What about a uh, what about a guy like uh, Kyra, <gasps> Nikita Zaitsev? He could go with Zaitsev. That could be a bad. Tenorti, Tenorti would be good. Jeez, I mean, the Chicago has a bunch of XBs. I think it happens. Honestly, that I, that's a really good question. I think that I think it happens night one. I, I think it does too. And like, if it's I think not it just. Is it, He's going to get – dude, he's going to be – can you imagine that fucking testosterone level? Like, Jesus Christ, I, he's going to be buzzing out there. Like, I can – it's going to happen in Chicago. Yeah, I'm looking at the Preds roster too, and they don't really have any – maybe Luke Shen. Lucic, Luke Shen. Could, Lucic, yeah, that'd be a good belt. Uh, I think that'd be a good belt, but I – Oh, man. I think, dude, I'm looking at this Blackhawks roster. they got a couple, like Kyra – uh, Uhar, Uhar, Kyra, if he makes a team, obviously. Um, Tenorti, we're talking about. I mean, take your pick. Tyler Johnson, Ryan Donato. <laughs> Imagine, dude, him and Donato. Dude, fuck that. Um, let me see here. I was just looking some stuff up. Yeah, it's gonna, dude. That first Lucic fight is going to go crazy. But, and it's um, happening at the Garden, for sure. Oh, for sure at the Garden. Yeah, it can't be an away fight. But um, let's go into the next question. This comes in from uh, Bruins Luchador. You can follow him on Twitter. At Fucking Bruins legend, Luchador. dude. Luch. Talking, it. Dude, talking Luch, about Luch. Dude. Talking about Luch. He is an absolute beauty. He's I actually, not to get like off tangent, but I love him, dude. He's mm-hmm. such a good dude. Um, got to meet him last year, honestly. And he, yeah incredible human being he's so fucking funny dude and just one of the best people 
Yeah, dude, he was sending us some voicemails during the playoff run last season. They were always electric. It always got me hyped. So but, funny, dude. Dude, he's the best. But um, he also has two questions. He goes, "This the first one." Did you? Yeah, the first one is Bruins related. He goes, "Is Lucic a fourth liner, or are they going to keep him on the bench and break glass in case of emergency?" I think he's a fourth liner. I think he's in. Yeah, I I think he's going to be a. I think he's a solidified fourth liner right now. Right now. Yep. Right now, um, and I think they're going to sprinkle in some of the younger guys, you know, when he needs a, you know, when he needs a rest or whatever. Like I, he's not yeah. going to play eighty-two games. I mean, I no. think all of us know that, but yeah, I think he he has to be right. He has to be a certified fourth liner. I mean, yeah, but especially to start the season, I think it. Do you think he plays over sixty? No, not over sixty. I think he plays a little bit south of that. Okay, so like fifty-five-ish. I could see like fifty, fifty-five. All right, that would be pretty solid. I actually wouldn't mind that. Um, that and that's next, all depending on him. I mean, who knows? It I is, mean, yeah. I, that's what watch we'd like to off. see. Yeah, watch him go for watch him pot like 30, dude. <laughs> yeah, watch him go 30, 30, 30 goals, 30 assists, back at 60. Who's we're talking, we're talking freaking JVR on the second yeah. line. Why is nobody talking about Luch? Um, but the unrelated Bruins question is. They say Madonna is a material girl. What fucking material is her face made of? Dude. That's a good, that's a good question. It's like. That's a good question. What are they? What, what's the. What is that like substance that. What is that stuff? It's like, like that silly putty stuff that like you, yeah. put, like you put on and then it like hardens. Shit. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. The and then it like completely called? hardens. Uh. God, we it's, don't have a brain between the two of us, eh? No, dude, we yeah. don't. <laughs> this is where Mel will come in handy. Yeah, what dude. The, what the hell is that called, dude? It's not wax. Um, it's like silly putty. Like, I should we just say silly putty? Should we just say her face? She's made to, of silly putty. I'm about to open the door and scream to Emma to see if she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, what's Madonna yeah. made of? <laughs> I, it's it's gonna come to me at the most random time. Yeah, it's it like is. on the tip of my tongue too, and I can't think of it. But silly putty is perfect, though. She's made a silly putty. like clay, like a like kind of dude, but it's not play doh. Play doh. Play doh. That's been left out too long. <laughs> she's she's made of moon sand. Remember moon sand? <laughs> <laughs> Kinetic sand, whatever it is. <laughs> Madonna is made of moon sand. That's what she's made of. Madonna, if you're listening to this, we mean every word we say. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, come on the pod to tell us what you're made of. <laughs> but, and really, 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 you know, listen, listen, Madonna. Listen, I'm talking straight, strictly right to you, Madonna. Listen, if you're not made out of moon sand or silly putty, then you have every reason to come on to the podcast to explain you're you know not made of that otherwise if you don't come on we're all just gonna yeah yeah, we're just gonna assume we're right so we know you're yeah we know you're a weekly listener just uh just yeah yeah Yeah, listen madonna balls in your court so (laughs) just saying i'll leave it at that but uh the next question comes in from grace shout out to cross court shout out to uh all goals no misses she said Oh, you can follow her on Twitter at GRobs underscore Boston. She said, have y'all ever met any Bruins players in real life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one or two, I'd say. Yeah, a couple. Um, be, actually, 
Yeah. I, I, last season, I got to go to um, dev camp and, and a couple games to go into the room. So I was able to meet some dudes, but it's pretty cool. Um, also, Kuntar on Drop the Mitts. That was yeah. awesome. McLaughlin on Drop the Mitts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those guys got to meet, you know, Swayman. Um, met Lynn yep. Holmes oh, yeah. last year. Um, yeah. They're, I mean, they're. They're they're like anyone else. Like again, they're just, I, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, just, just, normal guys. they're just they're just normal dudes. Like that, I think that's how they normally want to be treated. Just like, yeah. obviously they're freakish athletes, but yeah, you you talk to them, they're just normal dudes. Like, yep. you know, obviously we got to talk to uh, McLaughlin and and Kuntar on uh, Drop the Mitts, and they were they were awesome. They were like you and I, dude. McLaughlin's apartment looked like my room. Like it's like yeah, with the busted the, shade. Yeah, the shades are half down. Some of the some of them are broken. I was like, oh, this guy is me. Like it's fine. Kuntar was bumming on McLaughlin's couch too. Yeah, and he was on his computer. Yeah, come on. I mean, like, these hey, professional athletes. They're just like us. He goes but, the check. The check hasn't hit yet for the uh, security deposit. I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, he's been trying to get Don. <laughs> trying to call Don. Like, dude, Don, where's my paycheck? Don told him he'll get him back on the 15th. He's good for it. Don's like, listen, I know. I, 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 listen, listen, Mark. Working on it, man. Mark, tight. Mark, I know. I've been, I've been, I've been blowing up Jacob's phone. He's just not answering me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's coming. But um, uh, yeah. Shout out Grace. Uh, but this next one comes in from the one and the only Bobby Brewski. Give him a follow on Twitter at Bobby Brewski. Shout out to Bobby's Corner. Shout out to Only Bruins. Um, shout out to the beaches of Winnipeg. But he said. Depending on how you feel about the jerseys, would you be mad if they won a cup in them? Absolutely not. I wouldn't either. I think it would be pretty fucking sick. They could be wearing fucking practice jerseys for all I care if they won a cup. <laughs> they could be with the <laughs> New England New England Sports Center Summer League jerseys and they're just <laughs> lifting the cup in the garden. <laughs> as long as they're hoisting that cup, I don't give a fuck what they're wearing. They got their numbers taped on the back of their jerseys with white white hockey tape. <laughs> They're wearing those like fucking cheap ass fanatics ones that we all get. <laughs> yeah, they get they actually they ordered it from DHgate. <laughs> but I mean, honestly though, like if you I, like I can like with those gold jerseys, dude, and like oh, with the, the at glim- the garden the glimmer and the sparkle of the cup. Oh. Dude, and at the garden with that old school logo center ice, like oh my god, that would be in first line center, Charlie Coyle's hoisting the cup above his shoulders. It would be so sick. Um, I, I love that question though. Yeah, but, that's a good. That's a good one, dude. I that was, I I had trouble. You saving. got some good questions on here, dude. Dude, dude, these they're the best, dude. The listeners yeah. send in the best questions, dude. As yeah. E 2.0, he never disappoints with his uh, two part questions. Bobby never disappoints. Uh, uh, Grace Luch, yeah. it, it's the best. Um, but this one, dude, this question, I love. I love everything about this question. And I'm pretty sure this is the first question that this person has ever sent into the pod. So um, shout out to Into the Den is Cooking. You can follow them on Twitter at 100 underscore Bex. That's B-E-C-S. They ask, most outlandish prediction for any one prospect we have. It can be a roster replacement or I'm sorry, it could be roster placement or lack thereof, potential hardware, or anything else crazy. He said he'll start. He said Beecher 1C, you cowards. <laughs> 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 I don't so know where, where we're going that. that. 
I don't know. So we're that. going Beecher. I'm going to say uh, Mason Low Ryan Norris Trophy. That's, <laughs> what that's what we're going. All right. I'm going to go with this. <sighs> seventh player award. The Nesson seventh player award is going to go to Jacob Lauko. I think Jacob Lauko comes hot and he does not lose his spot. And I think he ends up winning the seventh player award. That's my outlandish take. You know, what's crazy about that award, especially for like this upcoming season, it's supposed to be players that like, what, what is the description of it? That like exceeded expectations. Like obviously with pretty much everyone on the Bruins team having career years last year, like, who are you going to say that, like, I don't know, like, Zaka had a career year, Freddie had a career year, Coyle, like, you fucking name it. Like, so I could see it being, <clears throat> like, one of these, like you mentioned, like, one of these young kids. Um, I'm going to say there's a lot because I want to say I'm trying to pick between prospects right now. Like, who's yeah. going to – and I think I'm going to end up going with Merkulov scores 15 goals. At least 15, at least 15 goals. <laughs> Shit, actually I like that. But you were you were right about the seventh player. It's it's player who went above and beyond expectations. Yeah. So, so Zaka like, so won it like, last year. So like think about it. With all these guys having career years last year, you know, Allmark, Vezina, like who who realistically are they gonna be able to vote on that exceeded expectations that didn't have a career year last year? I love that Lalco take. Yeah, dude, I as a, that's why it took me so long to say it, because I was trying to think I was like, yeah. I wanted I wanted to be a hot take, but I don't want it to be too crazy where it's like, oh, that's not going to happen. But I, don't, also, I think it's still a hot take, though. Like, yeah, yeah. That's assuming that's, that Lauko is going to get minutes. Right, right. I think, dude, that's my hot take. But you know who else I could see winning that award is Trent Frederick. Trent Frederick breaking the 20 goal mark putting up maybe like 45 to 50 points, maybe even playing second line minutes. I mean, could happen. I, it could happen. I mean, I think it's a hot take. I, he, I think he'd have to be playing with coil. Yes. Yeah. 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 Happen. Like I, I don't see that really happening with say like geeky playing center. Mm-mm. Um, But I think with his chemistry, obviously from last season with, um, you know, with coil, obviously he had hall on that side. Like I, I think that's really his only shot of getting anywhere close to that. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I, I, my hot take was like, one of these young guys has to pop, dude. Like, yeah. I think yeah, we're gonna sit with JVR on the on top two lines all year. Like, I think at some point they're gonna give either Lysel, Merkulov, take your pick. I mean, those are obviously the two top forwards that people are are talking about. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I obviously I I'd, I'd love to see our boy. Uh, Trevor uh, Kuntar get some minutes. I mean, who knows, dude? He would have I, I, too. Yeah, dude, I love your pick of Merkulov with fifteen. That's a hot take, but I can also like, I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> you like, know, dude, you say, they, I mean? say they freaking toss him in there. Like, they're at say they're not necessarily in it, or say he just gets unreal chemistry with with a coil. Like, who knows? Yeah. Anything could happen, dude. Like. And that's also assuming that he gets those minutes. It might not dude, happen. So then I my mean, take would go down the shitter. I mean, dude, he played 67 games in Providence last year. He had 55 points. He had 24 goals. It's not like the most 
like it's it's not a crazy take. It's a hot yeah. take, but it's not you know, I, out of the realm of possibility. I want to go back to earlier in the pod when you asked, you know, obviously you want to know who stood out to me. This was assuming that like we know you we know right. like the, the, Kula, the, we know yeah. like we know their player. Like I wanted to more so mention players that you know fans like, didn't necessarily know about that could pop. Yeah, like kind of um, flying under the radar a little bit. Yeah, like every, and, and everybody knows Lorai, Lysel, Merkula. Yeah, like those, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, honestly, that's why I didn't want to sound like, a, you know, I was contradicting myself with like my right. top three picks or whatever. That That's not what that was at all. But yeah, yeah, I could see it happening, dude. Like, especially if they want to balance out the lines and who knows, dude, like maybe it could why, happen. Dude. Like talking about this now and like how excited that gets us. Like, why did yeah. we, why is Chase on here? Just send him, <laughs> dude, man, send him home, send him back to wherever. Like, I don't need him here. Like I don't yeah. need Alex Chase on. I need, yeah, I, think, I need Lysel. I need these guys to fucking like, and get all, me and, pumped up. and honestly, I, I would love to hear the arguments of people that are opposed to giving these kids, these kids minutes because there are people out there i've seen them on twitter yeah and you know what Again, those pe- you know those people are weenies those are the people who say tuka socks or like yeah. the same people who just listen to 98.5 it's like alex chason isn't gonna make this team any better like, i think just, it, i think i and honestly again i am in no way shape or form a fucking hockey expert love yeah. the game obviously i've played it my entire life but i think for this season, they have to give these kids a chance. Can you imagine how exciting it would be to have a guy like Georgi Merkulov pop off for fucking 15 goals? Who the fuck would have thought that? You're not going to get that with Alex Chase on in the lineup. I can promise you that. And, yeah, I, I think uh, it gets me so fired up too, dude, because that's what happens. That's where you get a lot of these, like, stories from. You know what I mean? Like these kids that that come in and take the league by storm, take their team by storm, and – Again, we're not going to know that until we give them a chance. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. At this point, it's kind of like this year is – I wouldn't say this year is a mystery. This team is still going to be good. It's not going to be anywhere close to, you know, what last year was. I don't know if we're ever going to see a year like that ever again. That was the most incredible 82-stretch yeah. game of hockey that I've ever witnessed in my entire life, and I had fun with every second of it. And I, I, I appreciated it in the moment, too, because you knew it, what you were watching was just insanity. Like, it just was not normal. That being said, though, I don't want fans to overreact this year if we don't reach 50 wins, if we don't reach, you know, 110 points. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the biggest thing. Like, I, I couldn't agree with you more just because, like, I think we need to, like, lower expectations. Like, I think yeah. everyone's. We rode a high all year last year. Like, let's pump the brakes and, and feel out this team and see, you know, take it for what it is. We're, we're missing the captain that we've had for 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we lost every single trade deadline acquisition that we brought in. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. Like, that's, you know, we're going to ride out this season. Hopefully, you know, make the playoffs. Who knows? I mean, maybe this team surprises us. Who knows? But I, I, I would look at the season as a success if they make the playoffs. Yeah, I would too. Um, especially since we don't have our first round pick. Like we probably want to make playoffs this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, regardless of it, I'm excited. And the more we talked about, you know, the PTOs and everything, the more 
I really questioned the chase on one. Heinen, I can understand, but chase on in my mind, maybe that was more of a motivating factor for the young guys. Like, look, look, like if you don't perform and if you, if you aren't working your balls off, we got this guy here with NHL experience who, who knows how to play the game, who knows how to play at the NHL level. We'll just sign him if you guys aren't ready. So you guys better work your asses off and prove that you, you, you know, deserve a spot. And I, I hope that's the reasoning because I honestly, listen, the more we talk about it, I don't want to see Alex chase on in the opening night lineup. I really yeah, don't. I just I don't. pulled up. I just pulled up his stats from last year. He played 20 games, six goals, three assists, nine points, minus eight. Minus and, eight. And oh my God. Ooh, in 20 games. We're <laughs> minus 44. Nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's a six, four forward. Like if that's what they're going for, man, Beecher's a big boy. Toss him in. Like, it's the same shit. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you think is going to be any different than tossing Johnny Beecher in there and giving him some time? He was your first round pick. What are we going? What are we going on? Four years now? It's either four or five. Like he was, dra- he was drafted in 2019. Yeah, like at some point we need to see what he what he has. Has he even suited up? I don't even think he's suited up yet for the for the Bruins. I know he was in preseason. I don't know about regular season, though. I I and honestly. I apologize if, you know, I, I have no idea. I can't remember top of my head, but yeah, again, look, like, why not, we, dude? Like you said, neither of us are hockey experts. We're just here shooting the shit. We're just like everybody else. We're just, we yeah. just happen to put it out there for everybody to enjoy. Like, okay. Weird little tangent that I'm about to go on right now, but right. I hate when I, I, something that I don't hate, but it grinds my gears when, uh, and I'm not talking about, I want to preface this too. Just, before I say anything, I'm not thinking about anybody. I'm not targeting anybody. I, I, um, there's nobody on my mind when I'm thinking about this, but it's just something that grinds my gear that I see sometimes, you know, on Twitter or whatever from like people with blue check marks or anything. Nothing against that either. I, I have it. I bought it. I don't care. Ro- roast me if you want. I don't <laughs> care. Kidding, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I hate, I, I, I strongly dislike when people act like they're, opinions are fact and they're not opinions. You know what I mean? Like I know nothing more than the average person out there. I just happen to enjoy putting it, putting my opinions out there for, you know, everybody else who enjoys hockey. That's really what it is. I don't know. I don't know fucking shit more than you do. I just, if anything, I, before we jump on the pod, I'll research a little bit, but I don't have inside sources. I don't have people telling me like, oh, this trade's coming up. Like, oh, watch out for that. Like, I don't have any of that shit. I just, I'm just on hockey Twitter all day. I'm on, I'm reading stuff all day. That's, that's it. Um, But when people act like they know more than like other people, it annoys me to no end. Cause like, come on, you're, you're not Darren Dreger. You're not Connor Ryan. You're not Ty Anderson. Like stop pretending like you are just, just, be a fan and be genuine and just put out what you love to talk about and then have other people who enjoy the same thing. Come and join the fun. Yeah. That was, that was my little tangent. No, I, and honestly, dude, like I think we live in a world now where you can't disagree with someone and still be friends. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like if you disagree with someone, it just takes it to the next level. Like whatever happened to like friendly, like not arguments, but debate, like debate, like, Again, w- not one person's word is fucking gospel. Like, no, people are entitled to their own opinions. And you know what? That's what makes it fun. 
Yeah. Like you go back and forth. Like you don't have to get hostile about it. Like, again, you don't have to say you're a fucking dumb. I've seen that on there too. Like, yeah. Like you're a fucking dumb. I've seen that. And I'm like, dude, you're entitled to your own opinion. How about you go, even if you feel that way, go post your own shit. Like no one's asking you to come look at my shit. Like, right. Like comment what you want. I, I love going back and forth with, with anyone on about hockey because I like hearing other people's opinions. Yep. Me too. My, you know, mine is a gospel. Yours is a gospel. Like that, that's what makes for a friendly debate. That's what makes hockey hockey. Like that's what makes it fun. And even like talking about like, you know, um, interacting with people like if they disagree with you say i post something about say i'll I'll say like just for example i'll post something like luch like i like it would be crazy to see luch each get like 10 goals and someone will post something underneath saying like there's no way he sniffs that or like blah 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 whatever i don't know bad example but you understand the no, yeah 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 like i i'll respond to them always because i like you said i just love talking to people about hockey and whatever mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll if I disagree with them, I always make sure that I, I'm never like disrespectful or anything. Unless you're disrespectful towards me first, that'll be a little bit of a dickhead. But yeah. like, you, but you're gonna do it first. Like, I won't start the fight. Yeah, but no. I'll always make sure I preface it with like, you know, respect your opinion or like I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, exactly. But, but like, here's why I feel otherwise i'll 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 never like put anybody down for an opinion because like you said nobody's word is gospel like it's just we're all just here having fun talking hockey and that's what makes it awesome yeah dude i and honestly i it comes to mind right away i posted right before uh we came on here um talking about that i wanted lorai to get top you know um you know third pair of minutes say or or pairing with like a brandon carlo or kevin shattenkirk and every single person that responded was like hey like whether they disagreed or agreed with me like it was good conversation and like i said the people that and i see it every single day like people will just say that like you're a fucking idiot like you don't know anything like who the fuck are you well guess what who the fuck are you you're the one sitting behind your fucking keyboard commenting on my shit how about you go touch some grass and fucking chill dude it's not that deep and it's always the people too with like no profile a, picture, no profile picture, no or like a cartoon picture. or something like that. And if you disagree with me and you have your real picture up, I'm like, oh, I respect this person so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Squids, like, dude. You I can't stand like, that. You don't gotta be a, like, you don't have to be a dickhead. Like none of us just because like we have podcasts doesn't mean that like we know more than you. It just means that we happen to enjoy putting it out for, you know, maybe more people to converse with that's really yeah, what it is that's literally that's how we yeah, met dude, dude. this yeah, is literally exactly. how we met <laughs> yeah. yeah and like like you said too like how how you know you wish like it could just be like friendly debates you know what i mean like you and nick a couple episodes ago on on the pot on this podcast you guys talked about tuka and timmy jersey retirements yeah and you guys just debated it for maybe like 15 minutes but there was no hostility like you just said your points and whatever like you That's just happened is. to disagree that was it like yeah. nothing more than that like not nothing I, like i don't even know what made me go down this little rabbit hole but nothing drives you're saying crazy. what grinds your gears people fucking hide oh, yeah. the screens I, yeah. I agree dude it, it's so annoying and yeah. i think and honestly i think it's a good topic to bring up too especially with hockey season so close yeah um you know hopefully someone listens to this and 
goes and touches some grass and just realizes <laughs> that like it's not that deep and that's what makes it fun like i, I think that's yeah. what makes especially bruins twitter so fun is that there are so many friendly debates and we've had a few run-ins with people but again i think that's what makes it fun is just being able to talk bruins hockey hockey as a whole and yeah it's not that deep yeah yeah, no, it's really not. But I mean, so yeah, everybody listening to this, everybody who follows us on Twitter, you know, keep keep interacting with us because we love it. It's the best part about doing this. It's why I post on Twitter because it's fun to talk to everybody who enjoys talking about the same things that, that we do. Um, but I mean, that was it for the DMs. So shout out to all of you guys for sending in those questions. Um, they get better awesome and better every dude, week, yeah. dude. Yeah, they get all, I love it. It's my favorite part of the podcast. And th- yeah. again, that's kind of ties into it. Like I just love, you know, yeah. talking oh, yeah. to everybody and then and, and you know, kind of picking their brains a little bit. But I mean, if you do you want to add anything else? Anything else on your mind about the team or or as the season rolls around? Oh man, I, I again, I'm just really fired up. I I'm so excited. Like I I'm actually hopping on a podcast after this. Um I, I any chance I get to talk hockey talk Bruins, talk any friggin' team. I don't care who it is. I'll talk hockey. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I wanted to bring up to the, uh, how did you get to catch any of that PWHL draft? Were you watching where you, did you get to see any of that? I didn't see it, but I was following along on Twitter. Um, who like, I mainly only saw who, uh, PWHL Boston was picking up. So they, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So they actually, with their third pick, picked up uh, Alina Mueller. Yes, who yep. she she's from Northeastern, and um, she was captain, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, uh, I don't. Her assistant. She. she I know she had a letter. C, yeah, she either were. It was the C or the A. I can't remember. Yep. But man, she can fucking play. And let me tell you, like I, it's another one of those things. Like I was so fired up even to watch the you know, to watch the PWHL draft. I'm so excited for that league to get started up. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just I want to read off some of the uh, – let's see where the – oh, it doesn't even have the – it doesn't even have the draft order. But anyways, I, I, I saw – it came across my, you know, my Twitter that Alina Mueller got drafted. I was like, no shit. Like, obviously, I was at Northeastern, and um, yeah, it was so cool to see. I was so fired up for her. Dude, but you know what? I did see that Jillian Dempsey went to Montreal, so that's uh, that's a loss. I'm reading that right now. Um, I wanted to go see. Dude, I'm hyped for them too. Let's fucking. Oh my god, PWH- let's go, dude. Give me PWHL. I'll I'll watch ho- any hockey. I'll, I'll eat up, dude. Yeah. Um, the number one overall pick was another cool story. Um, Taylor Heiss. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Um from Minnesota, like played for Minnesota, drafted to PWHL Minnesota. I think that it's just such a cool story. And yeah. um, obviously congratulations to everyone who got drafted. And um, yeah, I'm so fired up for hockey, dude. Like uh, I think it's going to be so much fun to watch, you know, NHL, junior college, PWHL, all of it. I, I'm going to try to take in as much as I can, you know, this season. Yeah, I am too. Um <laughs> I, I like I I want to know when they're gonna name their teams though because I know they're all just PWHL and then city or state I know you, that's what it is right now you gotta wonder if the it, like especially with this being you know something's brewing that I I hope that they go back to the Boston Pride I love that I do dude. too yeah I do I too. thought that was so that's I really hope they go back to it I don't know honestly I haven't read up enough on it um but I love their logo concept like I 
everything about it. I did too, dude. The logo is sick. Yeah, it is, dude. And and honestly, I'm gonna try to get to probably a few games and just check it out. I've never been to one. I've seen um, women's college hockey, um, but I definitely definitely want to check out the PWHL. Yeah, dude. I saw their color schemes too. They they're they went from black and gold to like dark green and lighter green, I guess. And I guess like that's probably just I don't know if that's finalized, but that's the color schemes that they're going with right now. Yeah. And I like I don't want to speak too much on that because like I don't know what their jerseys are gonna look like. I don't know what their their team branding is gonna be. So I don't you know, I, I don't want to form an opinion on that yet. But yeah, I don't know, green I don't know how I I don't know, dude. The way I like, pictured in my head, like I love the pride with the black and gold and the like logo. I, yeah, I, I definitely understand if what they're going for is trying to do their own thing and kind of mm-hmm, solidify mm-hmm. themselves in the city. I, I can understand that. But yeah, I, I think especially with them playing, you know, at the you know, at the practice arena, the Bruins, like I loved it, dude. I love the black and gold. Like I feel like when you think of Boston hockey, that's all you think of. You're not gonna like I don't want to get too far off, you know, like on a tangent or whatever, but I, I think it would be a, such a sick concept to have them yeah. also be black and gold just with a different logo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do too. But. Um, damn. Now I kind of want to get, because I've seen a couple podcast accounts pop up and Twitter accounts for PWHL Boston. And I kind of want to, I, I might reach out to some of them and see if they want to come on and talk a little bit about it and, um, you know, get their opinions on things. Cause I, I my knowledge to PWHL is limited and I'm sure the people who run those accounts, they know to the T everything that's going on with the team. So I want to learn more about that, but that's, yeah. that's for the future for sure. Yeah. We uh, honestly with, it's not going to drop for a little while. We, um, We've been in contact with Alina Mueller, who, again, was the number three overall pick um, to Boston. And she's going to be coming on here, you know, in the coming weeks when she's not as busy. Yeah. Um, so it'll be awesome to talk to her and, you know, just get her perspective on the whole thing, her experience with the draft. So it'll be yeah, awesome. And we, we got to start incorporating, you know, um, oh, yeah, for sure. you know, the women in hockey more for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, hey, um. I, I think that was it for today's episode. So episode 59 of the something's brewing podcast with what is this second or third, second or third time on the pod now? Yeah. Maybe? I think this is like the third in like what, like a couple months. Yeah. I, I always love coming on and talking to you boys. Like you guys yeah. are a riot as it is. And honestly, you guys do the segment of answering, you know, the questions from Twitter. I love that too. I think that's yeah. just such a sick concept. Oh, it's so much fun, dude. That, like I said, that's my favorite part. And yeah. like E2.0, I can always rely on him sending the uh, the two-parters. It's the yeah. best. But um, yeah, dude. So hat trick episode for Chris Davis on the Something's Brewing podcast. Yep. Uh, many more to come too. Um, but outside of that, um, episode 59 of the Something's Brewing podcast, as always, brought to you by the Primetime Productions you can follow them on Twitter at Primetime Prods. <laughs> Excuse me. You can follow <laughs> myself on Twitter at underscore Mike Sullivan. Um, you can follow the uh, Something's Brewing podcast account on Twitter at Brewing Something. No G at the end. You can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisJDavis11. And you can follow our podcast that we do together that covers all NHL and all hockey in general at Drop Mitts Hockey. And outside of that, any closing statements from the man? 
No, man. Thank you so much for having me on again. Always, yeah, always a blast talking to you, dude. Dude, of course. Anytime. Um, but yeah, outside of that, episode 59 of Something's Brewing Podcast. And with that being said, we'll catch you guys all next week. Meh. Been working all day, selling my soul, dude. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Overtime hours, however the fucking song goes.